Today's daf is daf yud aleph, and we begin a bit down the daf. We we start from the mishnah. So alach gimel. What does this mean? This means I'm making a deal with a goy to be his choker. What's a choker? A choker is not an aris. Aris is a share copper. A share copper means I'm going to work someone else's field for a share of the crop. A choker is I'm going to work someone else's field for a fixed share of the crop, meaning I'm going to pay him a fixed shear. That's what a choker is. Okay, it's not like I'm renting because I'm saying I'm going to pay you from the yield, but a fixed amount, like a ten sale, whatever it is. But he says here, you're allowed to. Now, this is a bit of a chidush, because if you're makabel, you're going to, when someone's makabel a field, he assumes it's going to be pre-plowed. So when you're makabel from a nochri during Shemitah, to be in the motzei Shemitah, I'm going to work your field and I'm going to, plow, I'm going to plant it and everything. What you're effectively doing is, even though, even though you're going to be gorem, you're going to cause this nochri to yachrosh, to plow during the Shemitah year. Nonetheless, it's, it's mutar. Why? Because not, there's no isser on an ochre plowing as a field in Shemitah. So you're not, you're not, if an Iver, you're not Messiah Aver, you're not Gorem him to do an Aver, Bichlal not. So therefore, it's not a problem. Aval Misrael, but from a Jew, Aval Misrael, but not from a Jew. Because why in that situation? Because you're causing him to what? To effectively plow in Shemitah, because that's part of the deal that you'll be working his land in the coming year at the Choker. And therefore, you cannot do that. That's one way of understanding it. Gorem lo shiachrosh sounds like it's a um, um, it sounds like it's a, a concern of what you're going to impact other person. However, the Rambam actually explains where Chaim brings this down here that it's actually the opposite. It's a knas on the person who owns the field because he plowed it. He cannot give it out in hakirut to somebody else. So it's a, which, which, in other words, is a focus on the. The hoker or the owner in terms of what's the motivation here. Okay. And let's continue. I'm getting a little bit of feedback here. So I'm just going to mute. If you oh, sorry. Know. Sorry. So yeah. I'm not sure who it is. I'm just going to mute for the moment. But obviously, obviously unmute when you need to. Okay. And if I'm still getting feedback, then it's my fault. All right. Let's continue. Um, um, uh, means is that you're allowed to we'll see what it means in the Gemara the Gemara is going to discuss but it sounds like you can encourage him when he's doing Malach on Shemitah because why he is uh, he's allowed to do so Avolo Israel be not allowed to do that for Israel now it seems to be here that who we're referring to one would assume we're talking about the Goyim you can Shalom um, in other words, to encourage feelings of peace amongst us and the nations. However, we are going to really refine this understanding because the Mishnah, there are two different understandings of the last few lines in the Mishnah. So we'll see in the Gemara. Let's continue now. Now let's look at the Gemara. Chokrim Nirim. Chokrim Nirim is, is, again, we're talking about, we refer to the fact that you want, you're engaging in forming a contract to be a Choker with a Nochri after Shemitah. So Reb Chia um, says, Rabimi, Chad Amar, one says, Now, what's the issue here? Here we're talking about what does it mean? What's the issue here? In other words, what are you doing? One understanding is you're actually saying, plow it well, work hard, and I'll take your field. That's what machzikim could be. But that's, that's even more direct. But in other words, the... The, then the chiddush is that there's no problem in doing that. It's not as if you, because it's his field and it's not as if you're shaliach. However, if, however, if, if but the other shitter says, no, you cannot do that. Machzikim doesn't mean plow well and I'll be your choker because then it appears like he's your shaliach to do avodah and shmita. So therefore all it means is isher. Isher is like a shakoach, good work. 
type of thing. I'll keep it up, whatever it is. But you can't tell him more. It's, it's, it's encouraging, but it's not like a direct do the plowing for me. So now that makes a big enough you know, how you understand the whole continuation of the Mishnah. Because then it says, the shita that says that when it means that means you're actually telling him plow it well. What does it mean? That just means yishar, meaning sholim b'shalom. When it says sholim b'shalom, it just means when you say shakoach and the like. However, manda ama yishar, the shita that says machzikim akum, just means yishar, meaning just says you know, you know, keep up the good work, shakoach, whatever it is. Ma'u sholim b'shalomam. What does it mean sholim b'shalomam? So it means it says b'shalom Israel shalom aleichem. What's it mean shalom aleichem? I'll read you here. It means manda mishia ma'u b'sholim b'shlomam manda machzikim that none I'm being rechama sorry shalom shalom Israel shalom b'shlom sorry then it's next Reb Chaim hachi perisho shalom b'shlom Israel hachoresh hachoresh b'shvis mibnei darke shalom or Israel who da'ama shalom aleichem isn't that fascinating? Meaning I've always understood this mishia shalom b'shlom mibnei darke shalom is talking about the nochri, but according to the shita that says machzikim akum means yisher. Who's Sholim B'Shlomam mean? Here, the continuation going to the second way of understanding is it means you're talking about Israel who's doing Averas on Shemitah. You can still mitnei darkei Shalom between Israel and Arvayanim. You can still say Shalom Aleichem. How are you? Have normal civil practices mitnei darkei Shalom amongst Israel. It's an, a different way of understanding the Mishnah. Again, in terms of our, and I think from what from what we can learn of attitudes to which the that uh, how we should behave towards Avarianim, still you should treat them. Have um, people do about doing Shemitah? Again, not Now, what's interesting, by the way, Sholim Bishlomam. If you just, I just want to mention one point that I that I skipped over in Reb Chaim. According to the first understanding that we said Machzikim means plow it well. And Sholim B'Shalom was referring to Akum saying, Isher, Yeshakoach. He says, however, Reb Chaim points out, he says, Avalo, it says, Amar lo chazek, this is a previous remark that I started reading by mistake. Avalo yomer charosh batvaot, no, that's not the one. Du, 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 du. Um, here, next one. <laughs> Again, made a mistake. Amar lo nochri chazek. Avalo yomer shalom, you cannot say shalom to a nochri, the term shalom. Why? You can't say shalom to a nochri because using the name, because oh, shalom is one of the names of Hashem. You can greet him, you can say chazak, you know, chazak shakoach, whatever you want to say, and, and, but you cannot say, you cannot say the word shalom because that's one of the names of a kodesh baruch Yeah, you want to say. I, I thought Eva and, and, and shalom, dark shalom, I thought it was only between Jews and Goyim. Correct. So knew, that, that's the first I way I never knew it that. was also applicable Jews between Jews. Well, that's a chiddush of the sugya. That's what. No, that, that's I why I said. I understand it, but but yeah. but but with that, I gave him a shtemple. No, I give him a hechsher. When I'm when pally welly with him, and I say, "Oh, shalom aleichem, how are you? How are your wife? Are you kid?" That means that, that I'm with him in this. Correct. It, it, it's. In, I know. I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, the first reading the Gemara, the Gemara brings is very much like you'd be familiar. That the, that the whole mitay daker shalom is talking about saying shalom. So not saying shalom, but saying yashar to a to a nochri. Right. But you're right. The second way of reading is quite a chiddush. 
It's quite a chiddush that Darke Shalom is a principle that applies even amongst Israel, which again, you weren't expecting. And even though this person is planning during Shemitah Yad, I can read it again. It says, Yisrael Mipnei Darke Shalom. Probably, right? maybe the like, goyim. Huh? Maybe clapper the goyim. If Boruch sees me plowing in Shviz and he says, hey, Elbam, how are you doing? That's clapper the goyim. We make a good impression amongst each other. That the goyim won't laugh at us, that we fight amongst each other. Okay, you can. I cannot ha- imagine, I cannot imagine that, that, he, that he condones my plowing in Shviz. No, it, it didn't say you should condone no. his plowing. You don't say Yishar to him saying, good job plowing, Yishar Koach. You don't say that to an Israel, but when you ensure you can still be civil. It's like this whole unfortunate thing. You remember a year or two ago with the whole masks and suddenly made a split in Klal Israel. The mask is not masks. People don't talk to each other. The whole thing, it's mishigas, right? Yes. So it's the person has to do something wrong. And then you, you still say, be civil to the individual and you say shalom and all these other things, right? I'm glad, I'm I'm glad, the, rabbi, the, I'm glad um, the rabbi says only two years ago. That's good. Or a year ago, what, however, however long it was when it was really heated. I think people have calmed down now. People do what they want and just and, and we still share shalom. Let's continue. Let's continue. Dalma, we've got a, we've got a, uh, Dalma, this is a Maisa. This is your, this is your case. This is your issue. They saw someone plowing. He said to him, sounds like a shakayach. He greeted him. So Amalir of Khinan Bar Papa Lokin Alfon Rebi, didn't you say Lavalo? Don't we didn't we learn the Pasuk says Veloy O Amru Ha Ovrim? Lo Amra Ovrim. The Pasuk is Birkata Shemalachem Barachno Etchem Beshem Hashem. It sounds like you shouldn't say Ovrim misunderstands that it should be Lo Ovrim. You shouldn't say to these people Birkata Shemalachem. Right? So Amar Layli Krot. So so in other Mikanchasul Lomar Lo Khotre Shvi Shviot Isher. Seems to be wrong. You know how to read Sukhim very good, but you don't have Darshan. It says, It doesn't say, It says, Meaning, Who are the Ovrim? That they'll be, that they pass through, that they pass, pass by the world, if you like. So, in other words, the Ovrim refers to Akum. They didn't say to Israel, they didn't say to Am Israel, come share in the brachas that Gadosh Baruch has given us. What does Am Israel say to them? They say back to them, meaning the brachas you got, all the brachas you've got to come that you're enjoying is because of Kal Israel. And you say, and you don't say, come and share in it. Worse than that. Nothing's changed. We've got taxes by, they can't tax us once, they tax us four different times, and they call them all different fancy different names. These are all different names of taxes. Not only do you want to share in the brachas, but you, you hammer us with uh, sales tax, income tax, land tax, carbon tax, all these taxes, you hit us with them, all these different things. And that's, uh, that, that's, that's how you understand the puzzle. Okay. Now we have another four words that seem to be a bit out of place. It says, Now this, the understanding, this really is because this sugya comes from Avodah Zara, um, as in Yushami Avodah Zara. That's, that's why Pnei Moshe and Reb Chaim explain it. And it's sort of one of these sugyas that have been, you know, cut and pasted here, if you like, and a little bit extra has come along with it, which is this word. And he says, um, 
And again, everyone explains, oh, so Marfuld explains it differently, Rasta explains it differently, but the Reb Chaim says, like the Pnei says, about a baker who bakes betuma. You're not allowed to take down the bread with him from the from the tanur. Why the spherically? Because it says in Avodah Because then your Messiah, you're directly assisting him doing an avera, which is making this chulin tameh. Okay. So again, that's a maybe pesograin, but that's part of that sugya. Let's continue. So meidel bezeitim means what you're doing is you're thinning out the 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 olive vines. Now, to be clear, you're doing this. It says you're doing this for the eitzim itself, okay? But if you're doing it because you, says, if you're doing it for the benefit of the trees, that's a subashvis. You're not allowed to do that. Now, what do you mean you're allowed to cut a fruit tree? I thought you're not allowed to cut fruit trees down. But that's actually not true, by the way, because there are contexts where you can cut down fruit trees. For example, if the value of the wood is more valuable than the tree itself, for example, it's an old tree or things like that, then you would be able to. All right. So again, with, with, we're seeing in some sort of permissible context, we're cutting out these fruit trees. That they, they zaitim. So the question is, how much can you cut? So made the zaitim. Bechamai says, no, you go me, you can't. You know, not when you're thinning them out, you cannot do so. You've got to cut them down to a stump. However, bechila, because again, what's going to happen is it's going to look like you're now you're you're clearing out the land for planting. However, bechila says you shall reshikid and pull them out. Okay, but made is only a few. If you're going to clear out a whole area, then then you've got to leave a stump because you don't want to make it look like you're preparing the ground for plow, for planting. The Ezul Meidal, what's considered simply thinning out, that's Achadosh Naim, one or two. Hamachlik, if it's Shalosh Zebetzadze. The Med, when do we say this? Med, that's Mitoch Shalo. Aval Mitoch Shachaber, if you're trying to take out the, the olive trees from your friend's field, again, importantly for the wood, Af Hamachlik Yesharesh, even if you want to clear out a whole area, you can even pull it out from the roots. Let's continue. Hamavkia Bezetim. If someone's cutting off some branches from a olive tree, again, for the wood, you cannot cover over the way where you cut with afar with soil, because that's going to end up improving it. However, you can do so, you can, you can cover it over with wood or straw, because that just prevents a loss. If someone's going to cut beams of a sycamore tree. Now, sycamore trees, it's, it's important to understand, when is when it's very young, they would cut it down, and that would encourage it to thicken up. And these sycamore trees would grow, the, literally the translation of a car is a beam, these long, strong pieces of wood of which they would use for construction. So here it says that if you're cutting, if you're cutting korota shikma, the beams, meaning the branches of this shikma, sycamore tree, again, you cannot cover it with soil, you can cover it with straw or, or stones. And then it says, shikma, but if you've got a young virgin, like a, a young sycamore tree, and it's its first cutting, which is again the initial stages when you start to thicken it up, you cannot do that on Shemitah because that's an avodah. Whereas Rabbi Huda says Kedark, if you do it in the normal way, we'll describe in a minute what that is, that would be Asur Abal If you cut it above 10 Tvachim high, or Gomem Ma'ama'aretz, or you cut it down to the ground, then that would be okay because that wouldn't be the normal avoda that would be more detrimental to what you're trying the practice of the first cuttings of a young sycamore tree let's continue what is a medal is it taking one and leaving two or leaving two or taking two and leaving one 
So Tani debate Rebbe. Rebbe says, It's taking one and leaving two. But Tani, one second. But doesn't it say in our Mishnah, It says that the issue of Machlik is if you take three together. So why are you even asking the question? It says, how can I, Mashma, what Hamedel, what Medel means, this thinning out of these vines, of the three, not vines, of these uh, olive trees, must be not tell Shnaim or Maniach Echad. Must be you're taking two and leaving one. So Amar Aviona says, Manitin the Medel Ba Betchila. Change those words, Mikfar Betchila, but Hamedel Ba Betchila, meaning, in other words, Umad Tani Tani Debe Rebbe, the Medel Mikfar. In other words, the, what Rebbe's teaching when, you're, when, when you can only take one and leave two, that's when it's already been thin, the, the area's been thinned out once before. Our mission is talking about the very first instance, that's why you can take more. You can take two and leave one as you go along. Okay, let's continue. This is, a, this is an area that's full of reeds. You're not allowed to light that area because I would light it to sort of clear out that space. Because that was the method of clearing the space for planting, or just clear out, clean out all those reeds. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, no lighting a fire that's not considered a voda, it'd be matir. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, and this is interesting, it says, Omer notin ilan serak b'shvis. According to Raman Gamal, you can even plant non-fruit bearing trees during a shmita year. Now, why is that? So already Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim says, one understanding is your intention is kedei lasod geder. Kevan nitkaven laetz. Right, you know, you're doing it for a, a, you're talking about doing it on the border of your field just as a fence, and you're not really intending it for the like the tree itself. However, the quotes a chazon ish here says, the chazon ish katav the eitzim cave and the lake aliyah kedusha shvis because there's no kedusha shvis associated with this um, ilan serak shari behu nami avoda that even avoda by ilan serak would be muta, which is quite a chiddush, right? And in Sarak, we have, uh, according to this, according to Raman Gamliel, according to Rebbe Chazanish, understands it, you're allowed to plant it, not just on the border of the field, anywhere, because again, Avodat, um, because it's since there's no Kedusha Shvitz associated with Peirot, it's, it's just wood, it doesn't have Peirot, then it, no Avodat would be us. Okay. Again, sorry, Chiyon, in terms of Halacha, but that's just mentioning here. Let's continue. If you're trying to train a young cow to to, to become like an ox, if you like to uh, to start to pull a plow, when you're training it, you can only do so bacholot in areas that is not in like sand, in areas that's not fit for planting, because otherwise it looks like you're playing a shmita. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, "Afilu betoch sadeh haveiro." Or it's interesting. The Rashi um, says, "But afilu betoch stekuti." It says he says, "Mutar bilvachli smochetamana." Now, what does that mean? Now, ma'ana can be two things. One, it can be talking about like the lever, the handle of the plow, the coulter. Another understanding can actually be ma'ana a lot of times can be actually a furrow. So one understanding is that you don't actually start like engaging it, if you like, to make it look like you're plowing. However, the Rosh Sirilio says, no, the ma'ana is talking about a furrow, a bit like the Penemosha as well. He says, so the ma'ana is kari hacharit shebein telem v'telem, you shouldn't make them so close together. In other words, when you're training this cow, don't do it in this beautifully organized fashion like you normally for plowing. You make it a big haphazard so then it's quite clear if you're doing it, even if you're doing it in a kutis field, so it's clear that you're not doing it for plowing. You just, everyone, it's, it's, it's really understood it, um, that this is, you're just training this young cow. Let's continue. Tani. So in Tana Bashul, Omer, you got Mavadim here. Reb Chaim has Mavarim Becharashim. So what's Mavarim Becharashim? 
he says that means eitzim should be yar kotzinoto. The charashim is a yar, so you can start cutting wood. The gomem ma'ama aritz, you can cut it to the ground. But actually, cuts by cardam as long as you don't do it with a cardam is like a hatchet, some sort of cutting tool. If you want to check your seeds, you've got a whole batch of seeds. What they'll do, they might test them if they're good for planting. So you can't test them. You can't put them in a pot in a pot that has soil in it because that's zriya. That's a method of planting, even if you're doing it in a pot. About you can check it. You can, if you put dung in some sort of atzitz, you can test it in there. Okay? Because that's not kaderech zriya, it sounds like. Um, it doesn't look like a planting either. Veshore in October, you can even soak it in drink shmitia in preparation of the shvitz. Okay. Umakaim et ha alvai, which is like aloe. Some sort, he says it's some sort of, Reb Chaim says it's some sort of grass, uh, the, uh, weed or something that used to grow on roofs. So you can leave them during shmitia, but you can't plant them. Now, why is that? Because it says when it comes to, um, comes to normal svichim, we've got to pull them out of the ground. You can't mekayim, you can't mekayim svichim. However, these things that are growing on the roof, even though they're grown on their own, well, everyone knows it's like a weed that grows on the roof. You don't have to be mishum zerat svichim there and start pulling it off the roof. Okay, let's continue. Ain't tolim tochin betena. This is a new thing, Sugya. Tochin, now what are these tochin? So Ketzir Oseh, what's this tochin? So Atena is a fig tree, and it's a fig tree that's not producing fruit. So, um, and, or not growing well, and it says, mighty yichur detena, you bring a branch of a teina, the one that's growing well, and a teina shatar, that's one way of understanding it. That's what that's that's a teina chashuvah, that's marafulda. How what's interesting here, Reb Chaim says you actually read it, the kotev shtar, and you write a shtar of a taliban and hang it on this tree. It's some sort of school you write on it, or you or you say to this tree, this one's producing nicely, and you're not. And it seemed to be some sort of schooler that would encourage it. And you can't do that on Shemitah, even these schoolers, because it's encouraging growth. What a chiddush, right? Um, he says, uh, uh, where is it? Um, yeah, it's, uh, where is it? Uh, it doesn't matter. You get the point. You can't, you, the question is, you can't do these schoolers. Um, the Gemara asks, doesn't it teach elsewhere? Ilan Shumanavel a tree that's dropping fruit. And it says, Sokrin or you can start painting it red. Umatani tani you start hanging stones of it. Umavatin lay and you diavan you can if you mavatin lay sounds like you're scaring it to do avoda mavatin lay. Um, so it sounds like this other type of school you can do on shmita. We had also in the in the bavli we had that you can put a after two days you can put a blue a blue ribbon around the tree so people will pray for it. Okay, well. Fine. So, in other words, some schoolers seems to be okay. The other ones yeah. don't. What's it? What's it? Is there is there, is a way to is there a distinction? So, Amar Taman Deloyatir Peirot, meaning, or oh, you got your ten, meaning Abaramhacha meaning when can you do these schooler things? That's when it has fruit or in its tree and it's starting to drop, and you're preventing if you like this loss. However, this other one where you start, you know, putting a star on it, this other type of school of some sort, that's when it's not producing anything. That's betrila. So you're not preventing a loss. You're sort of encouraging growth. And you find, it's interesting, you find this distinction being between preventing loss and encouraging, even when this, even in the world of school, agricultural schoolers. Okay, let's continue. You can't do markivim, you can't do archive, you can't graft with palms because it's an avoda. And you might think once, so why, why is the Gemara here to tell us this? Isn't it obvious? So it says, you got a Vahu Ruba, but again, Reb Chaim says, Since a majority 
don't need that sharihu. So you think sharihu lafum Since the majority you don't have involve any grafting, since this is like an edge case, maybe it's mutar kamash malan. You can't do that now. Shlosha va'atisha himatnitin. So what's shlosha va'atisha? That's relating to the case. If you recall, we're talking about this petula chikma. In terms of what level range is considered asr is an anavoda coin to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says it's between three and nine is a problem. And then 10 and above or below three, that's when you can cut it down. Now, it's an interesting discussion, by the way, with Rabbi Yehuda, because the Chachalim says, in kotzitzin at all. Now, the question is, is Rabbi Yehuda, there's actually a discussion whether Yehuda is mefarish Chachamim, that there is a band that's asur and outside that band is mutar. Or maybe, or maybe Chacham says, even outside the bands, I saw Shema, Gzeira Shema, you actually might do within that Asur band between three and nine. Okay, next Mishnah. HaMezaneb B'Kifanim. Now, it's an interesting discussion what Mezaneb B'Kifanim. Mezaneb actually, according to Reb Chaim says, it's HaKotzetz Anfei Kifanim, Kare Mezaneb. You're cutting the branches. But the question is, But you'll actually need it for the branches. And if someone is Kotzetz, but also Kanim as well, read. And it needs it for the wood. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi, Glili Omer, Yarchik Tefach. You can't go all the way to the edge. You have to leave it at Tefach so it doesn't look like Zomer. Okay? Now, what's interesting here is that Tiferet Israel brings a, a really important Yisod, which again, that I don't think, I don't think Reb Chaim goes according to. It's clear it doesn't go according to it, but I'll just bring it anyway. He says, but one second. We've learned before Zomer is in Yisodor Correct? I'm just going to spend a bit of time on this because it's worth it. So he says, Mezanev can't be Zomer. It can't be the same thing. Why? Because even if you say your Kavana is only for the wood, something that's a Psik Reisha, right? Uh, uh, what is it? It's a but something that's Dor Isodor Reisha is Asso. So it shouldn't matter what your Kavana is. He says, don't bring me the case with the stones we learned yesterday. There is Isodor Abanan. So you can say it depends on Kavana or not. But here, it can't be talking about the same thing. It's, and um, also you've got issues, if it's Isodor Rice, you've got issues of Maris Ayin as well. Okay, so therefore he actually explains that Zomer and Mizanev are two different things. Zomer is it a vine when you cut it at the top of it to keep it at a particular side. It seems like a more of that's Isodor and Mizanev is cutting on the sides. Again, the reason why I raise this is because he raises issues that try to help us understand when, when's Maris Ayin a problem, when is Kavana a, a key, 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 key um, component, which I think you were asking about yesterday. He says, for this, for something that's related to Isidore, I say it won't help you. But anyway, Reb Chaim seems to understand, doesn't, I don't think it seems to, I'm not sure if he does just make a distinction between Zomer and, um, but he says Kavana is at play here. Um, let's continue. Rabbi Yosef says, Yachik Tefa. Rabbi Kiva says, Kotzetzke Darko Berkado Magal Magera Bechomash You can cut it whatever you like, unrestricted. Ilan Shenifshach, a tree that happened to, like the branch is broken off and it's not broken off, it's split away a bit. Well, you can do koshin of bashvis, you can tie it up so loshalaya not to bring it back to heat, like to improve the tree, eloshloisi so that it doesn't break away any further. So lakume is the expression. Let's continue. Kotzetz bekanim. Tanya kotzetz bekanim, Rabbi Yehuda Makom Shanagoli Kotzi Tok, La Toki Kotz. When it comes to this kanim, you should do it with a shinoi. If the people normally cut them, then you can pull them out by hand. Litok, if it's pulling by hand, then you kotz. Umagbiya tefach, if you're cutting it, magbiya tefach, you raise the tefach, the kotzetz, and, and cut. Again, so you don't cut it to the ground, so it doesn't look like you're clearing up. Hakotzet bekorot loye machlik u madrig, madrig u machlik, elamit kaven, shitia kotzatatan shaber. Now, according to Reb Chaim, what it sounds like you used to do when you used to cut wood, these korot, these beams from a tree, they wouldn't go like a straight cut, they're sort of an angle and then a, and a step. 
like the Dubin, and that was good for the trail. I don't really understand it, but that's what they used to do. In other words, but therefore you should do with some sort of shinoi, you should do with straight cutting and leave it at that. Okay, it says, That's what he says. Okay, fine. Tani Rebbe Rabban Shimon Megamli. And you don't want to improve the tree; you just want to get the wood off. Again, that's a critical point. It's not just, not just a Shino problem. So Rabbi Shimon Megamli Olmer, Makom Shenagul Achlik Yadrig Ledarig Yachlik Vegomem Vegomem. Ama Aretz Bevachlei Kotz Bekardom. And again, Vegomel Vegomem Son Ama Aretz Vegomem Im Ha Aretz. I should have said. In other words, he does. He is cholek on Rabbi Yossi. You don't have to leave a tefach at the end. You can always you can go all the way down. Vivajlo Yikotzbi, you have to do it with some sort of shino, you can't use a normal cutting tool, your normal hatchet. Now let's continue. Rabiosi, Rabiosi, this is Rabiosi, and Rabbi Kiva says you can go all the way. Rabiosi, now, now, the Gemara says, one second, this machlok at whether you can cut all the way down to the ground or leave a tefach, this seems to be the machlok of Beit Shama Beit Hillel. Why? If you remember, we saw the machlok of Beit Shama Beit Hillel. This is back on uh, a few days ago. It says, Beit Shama Yigom, Belo Isharesh. Why? Why do he say your gomem v'lo yisharesh? Sorry, that wasn't a few days ago. That was, that was sorry, my mistake. That was a previous Mishnah. That was mid, uh, where is it? It says, medel bezeitim, if someone's thinning out vines. Beit Shammai says yigom, Beit Hila says yisharesh. Okay? Here we're saying that what? And, and it seems to be the same thing with a kanim, whether you go down to or not. Uh, and again, the whole reason why is because Beit Shammai was choshesh mishumar asayin. People might think that what that your metakin kalkel is real. So the Gemara says, Really, you want to say Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Kivra is machlok bechama bechilel? No, El Rabbi Yossi aglili chashash lavodat haaretz and Rabbi Kivra lo chash lavodaretz. Meaning what? So Rabbi Chaim says, Kol mishum avodat haaretz asarla daha what? In other words, it's not because of Chasha Mishum Avadarat. He would agree with Beit Hillel, there's no Chashash. El Mishum Avodat Ilan. Mishum Zomer Asarle. Being Zomer is Asur. These are the branches, right? Context Kedarko, right? He says, Mishum Zomer Asarle. Hilkach, sorry, Matzrich Lachik Tefach. In other words, when you're, you're when you're mezanim these gefanim, right? You're cutting these branches of the gefanim. Why does he say leave it a tefach away? Not because if you cut all the way down, you've got issues of maris ayin. You look like zomer. Not at all. There's no issues of maris ayin there. However, why? Rather, this is probably this is probably why there's a kasha on Tiferet Israel, but uh, what I mentioned before. But let, let's continue. But why? Because he's choshes if you cut it, cut it to the all the way to the trunk when you're zomer these 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 branches or the kanim as well we mentioned, is that what you're going to? It's going to end up being something that improves the tree, and that's his chosh. That's what his concern is. So therefore, he says leave it a tafach away, and then it won't be improving the tree. Okay, I hope that's more clear. Okay, let's continue. Uh, let's just do the next Mishnah and then we'll stop. Now, I introduced this concept before. Now, when it comes to you're allowed to eat it, but you cannot waste it. What we learn here is sometimes even eating it in particular fashions can still be considered wasting because not eating in the, in the most optimal way. Okay? Um, so this is where we begin discussing this idea. When it comes to Perot Ilan, Bishvis. So when it comes to, so he says, when it comes to figs, it says, 
when it starts going, or Misha's Richel, there's a different expression. Batanura says it's when you, um, when it starts, um, like, uh, one second, when it, I'll show you Batanura inside. He says when it, when it starts going red, Misha's Richel. Where was it? Um, yeah, it says, however, the Mepharshim here seem to talk about it's like when some moisture starts going into it. Okay, so that, in other words, at the very, very early stage, you can start eating with patnasade in this uh, casual fashion. Now, why is that? Is that? That is because despite the fact it's really still unripe, it's, but it's very early stage, people would eat them like that in the field. But you can't bring them into your house. Why? Because if it's in a kavur manner, bring it to the house, that's considered wasting it because you should have waited till, waited till it developed to this nice, large, uh, fully formed uh, figs. Let's continue. Bichalu, once it starts ripening now, then kones latoch beito, you can already bring it into the house. Also, when it comes to Adi's, the Shmita year, once it hits Bichalu, that's when it comes to the first stage, it's the earliest stage of ripening where it becomes chayib and trumas Okay, Habosser, this is young grapes now. Meshaviu, mine when the water starts going into it. So you start squish, if you squish it, sorry, squish it, squeeze it, and you start getting some water out of it. Um, then what happens? You can uh, you can already start eating in the field, as we said in this casual fashion. Hevish, once it starts, hevish is when it starts already like properly ripening. Um, then we say. Then we say, as well, also years, once it's hivish, that earliest stage of ripening, we say, that's when the Chiv Trumas Master begins. So, in its development, that is. So, the question is, Mahu Now, if you recall, Bichalu was the already right, the second stage we mentioned the Mishnah by figs when it's already started ripening. So, it says, Amar Chaita. Chaita is Mitbashel. Uh, Kamada Amar says in a Navi, the gam nafsham bachalabi. Nafsham bachalabi means that uh, it's actually a derogatory concept. It's uh, uh, talking about Amisra, uh, I think it's talking about Israel. It says about the Achid et Shem. I'm fed up with them. Sorry? I'm fed up with them. Basically, uh, uh, I, get, I get sick from them. Yeah, but, but it's. Bechila, yeah. it, it, Bechila in modern Hebrew is, 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 um, is uh, sick, is feeling sick. It's, but it's, yeah, but it's not just sick. It's, it's already talking about the side that it's like they've ripened on me. Like they've got to the stage where, yeah, like I've had enough, but it's got to, got to a point. Um, it's actually interesting. I saw this. Let's see if I can find it now for you. The show is basically finished. But um, was it Mitzudat David? I think it was Mitzudat David. Maybe it was Rashi. I think it was Rashi on the Navi. He talks about the fact that they, they bring this. Yeah. If you recall in Mesech the Nid, in, uh, in when they talk about the, a, uh, the, the development, the maturity of a, a girl, and it, the mashal that's brought is the maturity of a vine. It says, it's paga bochal v'tzemel. Paga v'odatinoket bochal elia made hanirin, and shekvar higdola, the right, she's right here, ve'avim mikraze, and they bring this as the proof as well. The bachala is is already that sort of earliest stage of maturing, if you like. That's positive. In a, in a positive sense, yeah. 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 Okay. <coughs> Uh, when Rav Shimon ben Gamliel says that you can plant a uh, Ilane Srak, so mm -hmm. does that mean that he doesn't hold at all of uh, uh, Myris iron, or it'd be obvious the difference between one tree and the other? Uh, good question. If it's just a little seed, um, I, I don't know. Maybe if you're talking about like planting a tree, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to look it up. There is a reference on it. 
and to not turn them in Sarak. Mr. Shem, next year I'll, I'll have something in the beginning for you, for a membership. Thank you. All right, Colter. Thank you, Colter.